Welcome to the CND podcast. I'm Valeria Fiore and I'm the deputy news editor. Today, I'm going to be speaking with Bella Shah, the newly elected president of the British Pharmaceutical Students Association. Bella joined the BPSA's executive team as competitions coordinator before moving to the vice president role. She was elected president at this year's BPSA annual conference. Today, we're going to talk about Bella's ambitions for the BPSA and her future. What pharmacy students think of a career in community pharmacy and some top tips for pharmacy students who'd like to join the BPSA's executive team. So first of all, I'd like to ask you, Bella, why did you decide to study pharmacy? Wow, going back a few years. Um, I guess the subjects you choose, you know, when you go for A-levels and you want to kind of go around that. So I've never really been the studious type initially and science has always been something I found quite difficult. And then, you know, just going into the health professional world and doing experience in pharmacy made me really want to become a pharmacist and just seeing the impact we can make on the public day to day and just becoming a medicines expert is something that I'm really intrigued with. Medication is something that we often take for granted and we don't realise how much there is really to know about it, you know, behind the scenes and, you know, the safety aspects and everything. So, yeah, it's something that I just want to know more about, I want to help people with. That sounds lovely. Which sector within pharmacy you'd like to end up working? You mentioned maybe pharmacy in general, but is there any chance you might want to work in community pharmacy, for instance, in the future? Community is something that's really taken my liking over the last year during the pandemic. When the pandemic hits, you know, I really wanted to get out there and do my bit to work on that front line, use my pharmacy knowledge and my experience. So I went out and got a job in a community pharmacy. Uh, I've been doing that for about a year now. It was only meant to be a couple of weeks, but I fell in love with it. And I think that that's something that I really want to pursue in the future, either permanently as a locum and community is definitely something that I want to be a part of. And what do you think made you fall in love with the job and decide to stay for longer than two weeks? I guess it's a couple of things. So it's, you know, where you're so accessible to the public and you're helping people on a day-to-day basis. And I think that's the forefront of, I guess, what we do, you know, being in that primary care sector. Also, just the people you're working with, you know, make a big difference in your pharmacy team. Being part of a multidisciplinary team as well. So being in constant communication with, you know, the local GPs, the hospitals, well-being services, even that. So, you know, you see different things day in, day out, you know, you go to work and you just don't know what's going to crop up. But the main thing is you're making a big impact every day, just, you know, on the high street, you know, not far from just literally outside so yeah and that must feel very rewarding every day and definitely the pandemic didn't really scare you off you kept going despite I guess the extra challenge yes definitely I think the extra challenge shows that you have knowledge that you can really share with other people you know there was a lot more sort of news traveling around and myth busting that was necessary during that time which we can really provide advice and education on. Right, to move to your experience at the BPSA instead. So obviously you were also occupied with your vice president role. 
during the global health crisis. And the BPSA did quite a lot of work to make students' voices heard during the pandemic, in particular where it came to defending the interests of provisionally registered pharmacists. So, of course, the GPHC has agreed to some of the BPSA's asks, such as, for instance, extending the provisional registration of pharmacists. So I wanted to ask you, looking back at what the BPSA did and what you did as part of uh, you know, your work as uh, vice president, is there anything that you would have done differently or anything else that you wanted to accomplish? You've touched on there. It was a very challenging year moving towards working with a team of 20 who've never got the chance to meet in person. You know, it's a very challenging mandate, but we've all worked so closely and we've achieved so much together. So going into that vice president role, what was really essential for me was supporting the team and putting a support system in place. So everyone was able to carry out their roles effectively. You know, a stronger team meant a stronger mandate for everyone and a stronger association. So I think everything that we've done together has really showcased that, you know, we've pulled through, if anything, achieved more than Nishi set out to. We had a shorter mandate than usual. So everything that we've done has really been outstanding. So if you were to think back about your role as BPSA Vice President, can you maybe mention any of your biggest achievements within this role? Yeah, so being that support system for the team was obviously a humongous one because it just meant that everyone felt stronger as well. So that was a big achievement for myself, but I think to help everyone out. And then doing everything that we usually do from hosting events to attending stakeholder meetings to providing opportunities for our members and of course advocating for our members is at the forefront of the work we do. So you touched on provisional registration and We've worked a lot with that this year. So writing statements and open letters again and again throughout the mandate was something that we did to work on our policies and to help those provision registered pharmacists. We've also worked a lot on mental health and inclusion diversity and also the safety to focus on that within the work we do and also to urge the profession to try to change. Yeah, again, plenty of things that uh, or projects that you were developing last year. And I'm guessing that some of those will continue as you take on the new role of uh, the BVSA president, as it was announced on the 10th of April. So I would like to ask you, how did it feel to be elected as the BVSA president? I guess you were there at the annual meeting as well. How did it make you feel? Honestly, it hasn't sunk in yet. It still feels completely surreal. I have to remember and remind myself every now and then that this is actually happening. You know, being vice president, the opportunity is there for, you know, people are thinking about it. And it's not a decision I've taken lightly at all. It's taken a lot of time to just go over and over and thinking, should I do it? Should I not do it? Because it's obviously a massive role. But Honestly, I don't regret it at all. I'm so, so glad I've done it. And yeah, I'm really excited, albeit nervous, for the year ahead, just to see what we're going to do. And the team that we've got together is extraordinary. And they've got such great ambition that I'm excited to lead the team and lead the association. And it's also going to be the 80th year that the BPSA will for the BPSA. So again, even that is just extraordinary. 
Yeah, well, best of luck from uh, the CND team. Is there anything that you can already share about any idea that you would like to develop during this year? Of course, this year is going to be a big challenge as we move somewhat back to normality. So I think there's a massive need to be realistic. And with that comes, you know, just remembering that, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. So we've got a lot of benefits actually from the pandemic as a running of an association, the way we've transitioned to make, you know, ourselves more accessible and just more engaging to more of our members. And I think it's about trying to continue that whilst going back to, you know, tradition, tradition, tradition within the BPSA. So, you know, more of a blended approach to everything we've been doing online versus going back to in person. And I think that within itself is going to be a big challenge. So not even necessarily anything new, but just to try and build upon doing both together to set a good grounding for future years. That sounds good. Yeah, of course, as you said, a lot of things will need to go back to business as usual And it's going to be quite a big difference because we we are getting used to the type of uh, way of working. And yeah, you you need to rethink and go back to the old way slowly. Yeah, that that sounds great. I'd like to ask as well if you can reveal how you juggle between the BPSA and your student life. Because you've been at the BPSA for been a few years, right? You initially joined in 2019. Yes, so my BPSA journey, in fact, started when I was in first year of university. So I was a rep within the Western area for my first and second year of uni. So this will be my third year where I'll be on the executive team. So yeah, it's been a couple of years. I started off executive journey as the competitions coordinator and then vice president and now president. So yeah, I know that it's uh, not easy to juggle both for sure. It's actually really difficult to say if anything but I mentioned before that it's not a decision that I've taken lightly whenever I've applied to uh, run for elections but saying that you know the dedication and the passion really helps you juggle both somehow as well as the fact that the team is made up of students and trainee pharmacists meaning that everyone is in a similar boat everyone's got an understanding of you know the workload of each other which really helps next year will be my foundation training year so of course that with a lot of challenges of its own but being my third year on the executive and having had a job during my fourth year of university will be beneficial to knowing how to manage my time and be organized which will not only help myself but also the whole team. How do you feel about being among the first kind of trying out this new foundation year? I think a lot of changes will be beneficial it's kind of hard to tell at the moment being you know like you said the first year about what the impact is going to be change is always daunting at first but eventually you know benefits are seen and although there is a change there it's going to be small steps initially so yes daunting and a bit excited excited yeah worried excited yeah a mixture of everything really um <laughs> I think that that's probably quite normal whether you're going into what's currently known as pre-registration or what's going to be the new foundation training year you're going to feel that mix of emotions regardless of course I wanted to ask you what do you think about the recruitment issues in community pharmacy because um obviously I don't know if you've seen a few employers have said that they find it difficult to feel pharmacist positions for a few months and yeah I wanted to ask you is the sector losing popularity among pharmacy students you think? I think that there's definitely 
that sense that that you know that it is losing popularity as you know the profession grows and I don't think that's necessarily a negative at all there's just a lot more scope within the profession and the job sector as well that pharmacists can go into which it's great so although I say yes I don't think that's necessarily in a negative way at all I think that it's very important to find where you fit in and what's your sort of love and passion for the profession you know there's also that option of locoming and interchanging between them so I think that through my experience I've fallen in love with it for sure but there's from hospital to GP land to you know the more sort of more admin side of things and there's also you know law farms there's just so much now you can do community farms have been around for such a long time that's what people know about and it probably feels like it's losing the impact it used to have in terms of people taking up those jobs just because it's been around for so long and there's so many new ones so it's for sure but not in a bad way that makes sense and do you think there may be a way of increasing popularity of the sector again will be probably by introducing more clinical services so encouraging pharmacists to spend more time in the consultation room and you know take on this more clinical role that especially the NHS in England is advocating for as well in the other UK countries there's a big shift towards pharmacists getting this more clinical role. Yeah so I think it's about remembering where we fit in as pharmacists within community pharmacy it's not your average everyday sort of corner shop reminding the public that we do have this knowledge that we can really really help and provide to them and one of the ways to do that is through services like you just mentioned there. I'd like to take a look at what you'd like to do in the future well you you already said that uh, you're thinking about locuming or community pharmacy I guess that's uh, what's going to happen probably after you pass your GPHC exam Um, and in the long term do you see yourself still in, in a community pharmacy let's say in a five years time or did you start thinking about what your career is going to look like honestly I think it's you know, just remembering that the world's kind of your oyster and there's so like I've mentioned right there are so many opportunities and the profession's growing constantly and working with BPSA and being at uni and all that stuff just reminds you that it's a constant profession that's growing and growing and growing and you know I, who knows where it's going to be in the next five years and what opportunities there are going to be so I guess it's just about taking each opportunity that knocks on your door and, you know, finding those opportunities as well and then taking them on board and just seeing where they can get you. And what piece of advice would you give to a student who is potentially looking into trying and apply for a BPSA executive role? What would your top tips be for them? I think my top tip would be just go for it. I never, (laughs) never, ever would have thought I'd be the BPSA president, never mind on the executive. And this is something I've mentioned to the team and to, you know, my colleagues at the BPSA. And when I was thinking about applying, it still seems surreal. But I think that it just proves that you really can do things that you never would have even imagined. So go for it and just keep climbing that ladder and, you know, working hard and just realizing that you're helping yourself and it's part of your future and your profession that you want to go into so yeah it's beneficial in every way so absolutely just take it on board just do it just go for it and you're going to learn so much about yourself and just grow about profession about the outside world and just the amount of skills you're going to gain it's definitely worth it.
That's a great piece of advice. Thank you very much, Bella Shah, for having spoken with CND today. It's been a pleasure having you and all the best with your future. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. That was Bella Shah, the new BPSA president. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe to CND Podcasts on SoundCloud or your preferred app. Thank you for listening. Thank you.